You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie, and today we're going to talk about feeding your dog people food and people is in quotes because the first thing I want to do is erase this distinction that we make between people food and dog food because it's all food. We get our nutritional needs from the same sources. Now, the details of it's a little different because they their nutritional needs are very different than ours and there's some foods that we can eat that they can't and vice versa. But it all falls under this big umbrella that we call food. So instead of people food, I want us to think of it as fresh food. And then instead of dog food, I'm going to call it commercial dog food just to make the distinction. Because I also want to break this idea that you shouldn't be feeding your dog anything other than the traditional commercial dog food. Because giving our dog fresh foods can have great nutritional benefits. Now, if you feed your dog or you plan on feeding your dog a fresh food diet, homemade diet, or a raw diet, then this is going to be irrelevant to you. And you probably already know a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about. But if you're going to go the traditional commercial dog food route, then I want to talk to you a little bit about maybe supplementing that with some fresh foods. Because when it comes down to it, that kibble, that canned food is highly processed. And the reason why so many of us rely on it is because we then know our dog is getting everything it needs. You know, it it is formulated, it says it right on the bag that their nutritional needs will be met if you feed them this food. Because their nutritional needs are very different than ours. And it's not that easy to figure out what to feed your dog without it already being done for you. And a commercial fresh food diet or raw food diet where it is already done for you that isn't highly processed can get really expensive, which I will admit right now is why I can't take the full plunge. I simply can't afford it. So I try to do what I can by supplementing my dog's diet with some really super healthy fresh foods. You know, because just like us eating an exclusively processed diet can be really hard on their systems. And it's probably why there's a lot of dogs out there with allergies now. So I'm not talking about giving your dog table scraps. You know, I'm not saying, oh, when you're done with dinner, give your dog the leftovers. That is not what I'm saying at all because we actually shouldn't do that because we don't, first, we don't want bags. (laughs) We don't want beggars at the dinner table. And once our food is cooked and meals are made, all the stuff that we put in the food, like the salt and the pepper and the onions and the garlic and the butter and, you know, all of that kind of stuff isn't good for our dogs. Like our dogs, if we're going to give them fresh foods, we want to give them like the base ingredients without any of the extras. So yeah, give them chicken, but don't give them that, you know, maybe, but maybe not the breaded chicken cutlet we made for dinner. So before I go into some suggestions on how you might want to start with this, 
there are some things to be aware of and to be cautious of, which is probably where the, the you know, the whole only feed them their dog food and nothing else idea came from because there can be some pitfalls to it. You know, first, we don't want to overfeed our dogs. You know, we have to understand that if we're going to add some fresh foods to their diet, if we're going to give them some, you know, treats that are actually really super healthy for them, um, we're still adding calories. So we want to make sure that we, you know, balance it. For example, I give my dog an egg with their meals all the time. And when I do that, I give them a little less food. Like say I give them a couple kibble at dinner, I'll give them two thirds cup and then an egg. We also want to make sure our dog is getting all the nutrients that it needs. That's the main reason why we feed them these commercial diets because we know they're getting all the nutrients they need. So if we cut back too much on the commercial diet, well, we don't want to risk that. So a good rule of thumb is, you know, 15% fresh foods, 85% commercial dog food, which is roughly equivalent to like one full day of week. And then of course, there are foods out there that our dog just should not eat. There's a ton of resources online. I'm not going to list them all right here, but some really common ones are mushrooms, grapes, avocados, chocolate is the big one that everybody seems to know, and really anything that is like borderline good, not good for us, like caffeine, alcohol, sugar, anything like that, anything that's sweetened, whether it's fake sugar or real sugar, we should just not even take the chance and give it to our dogs, mainly because you know, remember our dog's our body mass is a fraction of ours. So if it's borderline not really good for us, then it's probably really not good for them. Okay, so a couple of my favorites. So maybe that'll give you a place to start if this is something you're interested in. Um, eggs. Eggs are a big one for me. I give my dog eggs all the time. Full disclosure, I also raise chickens. So I always have an abundance of eggs. So the dog's benefit from that. And I give them a raw egg. I crack it over their meal. I'll mix it up or I'll just put it in a bowl and let them eat it. Something that not everyone is aware of is dogs don't get salmonella. Uh, well, they can, not like we can get it. In fact, whenever you hear recalls from dog food companies with salmonella, well, of course, you don't want your dog eating something that has salmonella in it, even if the risk is super low for them. But it's actually more for us because we can get contaminated. We can catch it from our dog's contaminated food. So just something to keep in mind for anybody who's like, oh my God, you give your dog raw eggs? Yeah, I give them raw eggs. It's fine. Okay. Um, another big one is coconut oil. Oh my gosh, my dogs go nuts for it. Limited qualities because it is an oil. There's a lot of fat in it, but it is fantastic for their brains, especially when, if you have like an aging dog. It's so good for their brains and um, berries. Berries are also a big one I'll give my dog. In fact, over the summer, I will get those silicone molds. I have them, I got them off at like Amazon and they're like bone shaped and paw shaped and I'll just melt some coconut oil, put it in the molds and then drop berries in it and freeze it. And that's a snack for my dogs over the summer. Crunchy vegetables are great substitute for treats and snacks. Carrots are a really big popular one. Uh, Mariah loves loves zucchini. I love zucchini too. So I always just buy a little extra when I buy it for myself. I'll also do tuna fish again in limited quantities. That's that's a once in a while treat. I'll cook chicken all the time. Smashed banana. That's another popular one because it's fantastic to stuff a Kong with. And chicken broth is another one. 
that it's great to just like wet their meal or something to also stuff a kong with and then it freezes really nice. If you listen to me, you know how much I love stuffing kongs and giving them to my dogs to occupy them for a while. In fact, they both have a kong right now while I'm recording this podcast, so they stay relatively quiet. Now you know my secret. Okay, so either way, if you want to mix it up, I highly encourage you, not only for your dog's taste buds, but it can really, really benefit their nutritional health. That's all I have for you today. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepaws.com. Hello, Debbie here. I just wanted to pop back in to let you know about my brand new four-week puppy course. So if you're thinking about getting a puppy or maybe you already have one, this is my new four-week course where I go over all the stuff that you need to get through puppyhood. So it's a lot of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but I go into greater detail and throughout the course you have direct access to me to answer all of your questions. And there's even an option for a one-on-one training video session with me throughout the course. So if you're interested, you can head over to playtimepause.com forward slash puppy, and I hope to see you over there. Bye for now.